Stand for the reading of God's word. Genesis chapter 12, 13. We are following the path. Amen. We're following the path. And I want to show you this amazing, amazing, amazing um, portion of scripture here in the Old Testament. Genesis uh, chapter 13. This is the patriarch. Soon to be patriarch, but right now. Uh, I believe that in every all of us, uh, we have we have room to grow, right? And what I see in Abram, even though he was the father of faith, uh, the Bible never declares that he was perfect. And so we've seen his failed faith, <clears throat> and we see <clears throat> also what too much exposure to the world can do. And that's really where we are now. So if you look at verse 8, it says, So Abram said to Lot, Please, let there be no strife between you and me, nor between my herdsmen and your herdsmen. Watch this. For we are brothers. Is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. If to the left, then I will go to the right. Or if to the right, then I'll go to the left. Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the valley of the Jordan that was well watered everywhere. Tell what's in his heart. This was before the Lord had destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zorah. So Lot chose for himself all the valley of the Jordan and Lot journeyed eastward. Thus they separated from each other. Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled in the cities of the valleys, of the valley, and moved his tents as far as Sodom. Verse 13. Now the men of Sodom were wicked exceedingly and sinners against the Lord. I want to talk about today, this morning, how to be a peacemaker. Lessons can be learned from every relationship, even the difficult ones. And as we've been journeying through the life of Abram, We have seen ups, we've seen downs, we've seen situations and circumstances that if you really look at it, it it looks very human to me. Um, We've discussed what happened to Lot and what happened to Abram when they left Haran. When they left Ur. We come to a place now in our, in our message where we see that there are some relationship issues. Amen. That has come up in the life of these men of faith. You see, anyone can get along, I believe, as long as we 
get a good understanding of who we are. I believe that issues show up in all relationships. There's not a perfect relationship in this world. And I believe as Christians, we have an obligation and a responsibility, amen, to be peacemakers. God does not want us walking around with the weight of unforgiveness. Amen. With the bitterness and dissension and all the things that come with relationships. Some of us have been hurt by people so bad that we said we don't want to talk to nobody. We rather just be by ourselves. We we can do bad by ourselves. Well, when you look at the attitudes between Lot and Abraham or Abram at this time, you can tell the level of maturity. You can tell the motives. You can tell uh, where they are spiritually. Amen. So, so oftentimes when we get into difficult relationships or have difficulties with people, we overlook the fact that there are some things that's missing in their lives as well as yours. Abram's attitude and response tells us that he was a mature believer or maturing believer, I should say. We find that Lot, Lot had some emotional issues. Lot had some uh, issues in his heart. I believe that it didn't start with Abram. Amen, right? It didn't start with him. I believe it may have started when his dad died. Now, I'm not trying to be a psychologist up here, but I'm just doing a little bit of uh, addition and subtraction and some multiplication here. Are you with me? And, and, and when you look at the relationship between Lot and his uncle, and his uncle it, it's, 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 it's amazing because, you know, I, I see Lot... Uh, he he may not under, have understood what gratefulness really was. You see, sometimes you're good to people, but they're not good back to you, you see. Because maybe they don't have a grateful bone in their body. Are you with me? And I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just going where the text is taking me. But I stop by to tell you that when I look at the relationship between this younger man to his elder, I see a lot of disrespect. I see a lot of ungratefulness and, and in spite of it all, I want to talk to you today about how to be a peacemaker. You get to verse eight. It says, so Abram said to Lot, so here it is. We understand that strife came up and then, you know, just because strife shows up in a relationship doesn't mean the relationship has to end. I wish I had somebody. But for some people, they believe that when strife shows up, the only way to deal with it is to end the relationship. Do I have a witness? Watch the text now. It says, so Abram said to Lot, man, listen, please. Now he's pleading with, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, culturally, this is disrespectful. Because for a younger man to speak to his elder or even feel this way about his elder was, was very disrespectful. But check what, check it out. It says, so Abram said to Lot, please let there be no strife between you and me. 
nor between what? My people and your people. Okay, basically that's what he's saying. So you see the separations already there, right? For But watch the last part of the verse. It says, here's where I know that Abram had learned from his failed faith. He says, for we are brothers. Now watch this. He could have trumped him and said, no, boy, I'm your uncle. Now sit down somewhere. I wish I had somebody. Whenever there's strife in a relationship, don't pull, watch this, the authority card. I'm your mama and you better do what I tell you to do. (laughs) Well, you could do that, but I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm just saying, see, sometimes people, they they don't understand how relationships work. And sometimes people don't want to have peace. And so if I were to tell you how you do this, the first thing I would tell you is this. Watch this. Watch this. Abram was wise. The first thing you have to do is deal with the issue without ruining the relationship. Attack the issue, saints. We understood that the issue had to be separated from the person. And oftentimes what we don't do is we don't separate The person from the issue. Watch this. Attack the issue. It's not against. Watch this. And you and I must realize this. That any argument you get into with another person. Is not with the person. Do I have a witness? Often when we're in disagreements. We attack the person. Watch this. You did this. You always do that. You always doing this. You always. And you and you. And you and this. We're quick to end the relationship. But if we attack the issue, we could salvage the relationship. Here's what we got to ask the question. How much time have we invested in this relationship? How long have we been in this relationship? Is this a blood relationship? Well, obviously, he says we are what? Brothers. I wish I had somebody. And this can apply to every situation in life. Your marriage. Come on somebody. Stuff at work. You have some problems with your, with, with your, with your brothers or sisters. Your blood brothers and sisters. You can apply these principles. Because if you attack the issue. People do bad things. Watch this. And not so bad things. But if we learn how to separate the person from the issue, there's a chance that we can solve the issue. Whenever you try to be a peacemaker, you can't approach the person saying, you always do this. You always do that. You've been doing this. No. What is the issue? If the issue is trust, then let's talk about trust. If the issue is the fact that you you deceived me, then let's talk about the deception. But watch this. But when you bring up the issue, don't bring up the issue like this, that you're the one that did it. No, let's attack the what? The issue. Do I have anybody? And I want to say to somebody here today that you got to understand that Uh, just because you want to be a peacemaker doesn't mean the other person want to be a peacemaker. And, and the text goes on to say, now watch what it says. Now He, he says, he says, he says, he says, number two, he says, but 
look, look at, look at verse two. He says, uh, is not the whole land before you. What is, what is Abram trying to do here? Abram is trying to say, man, let me say this to you. Okay. There's a whole lot of land out here. Why are we arguing over a piece of land? Why is it that the land is not big enough for us? Watch this. Is it because your attitude has changed a lot? Of course it has. It's amazing how people become real impatient when you have an issue with them. Before they would go backwards for you, forwards for you, they'll drop hoops for you. But the moment you have an issue, they want to ruin the relationship. Lord have mercy. Watch verse 9. Is this is not the whole land before you? Please separate from me. Watch what he says now. He says, please. Now notice the kindness of his words, right? If you to the left, then I'll go to the right. And if to the what? Right? In other words, I'm willing to get out your way. If this is the only way, then I'm willing to what? I'm willing to do whatever it takes. To be a what? Peacemaker. So the next thing is this. If you're going to be a peacemaker, you got to develop a solution that both people can agree to. He, Abraham, is taking the low road. He is suggesting separation because Lot is not mature enough to handle the conflict. While remaining in the relationship. Let me say that one more time. He's not mature enough, watch this, to deal with the issue and then what? Remain. Y'all ain't helping me this morning, okay? Uh, amen. Watch this. Watch what I'm saying. He's not mature enough to handle the conflict and what? Remain in the relationship. Abram's heart was aligned with God's heart. He could have done much more to make Lot's life miserable. But he says, Lot, this is where I see Christ. This is where I see his mercy. This is where I see grace. And this is where I see compassion. Listen, when we do the same things, when things in our lives don't go well, when we don't feel, in, watch this, when we don't feel entitled, God will always give us the grace, watch this, and we can learn from this. If the solution only works in your favor, then you're the one that's truly entitled or offended. Are you with me? Abram didn't want things to divide them. Do you think he wanted division? But what he realized in the moment, it was a necessary situation because of Lot's unrealistic expectations. Can I tell you something, saints? There are people who have unrealistic expectations of you. And watch this, expectations that they can't even and you know what you call that? You want to know what you want to call that? You know what you call that? Write this down. Pride. An over obsession with how you feel in a relationship is pride. Wait a minute. What, what, what you saying? What, what, what you saying? What, what are you saying? What are you saying, Pastor? Listen, listen. If we can't be peacemakers and stay together, 
Come on, somebody. Here's where we must always remember that the most important thing is the relationship. He's the elder. And he says, man, we are brothers. Why ruin the relationship over stuff? May I say this to you? I ask God, keep pride for me, Lord. I know, yes, I may offend others. And when it's brought to my attention, I have to, I have to humbly accept what the other person is saying, but I got to also look at the other person also and say, hold on, are you tripping? Because you're attacking me and not the issue? Tell your neighbor, I want to be a peacemaker. Verse 10. Now let me show you, let me show you something. Whenever you bring a solution to disruption, <laughs> and the other you just gotta sit back and watch how the other person moves. Watch the text. Verse 10. <laughs> Lot lifted up his eyes and saw all the valley of the Jordan. That it was what? Well watered. Everywhere. This was before the Lord, what? Destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt as you go to Zorah. So Lot chose for himself all of the valley of the Jordan and Lot journeyed eastward. Thus they separated what? From each other. Here's my next point. Don't be disappointed the solution makes you feel taken advantage of. Let me tell you what I see in Lot. I see a man who was selfish, prideful, and all he thought about was himself. So don't be, don't be disappointed if you're trying to be a peacemaker with somebody and watch this and they want to take advantage even then because they feel they need payment for what has happened in the relationship. What did he do? He thought the grass was greener on the other side. You know what Lot saw? Lot saw the world and its lust. (laughs) Abraham gave Lot the best land, the best field. Watch this. So Lot could survive. Tell your neighbor I see Jesus in there also. See, that's what we do sometimes with Christ in our relationship with him. Sometimes all we're looking for from him is the best. We're not willing to go through the storm and sacrifice to get better, to get stronger in our relationship with him. So what we do is we always going to choose. May I ask you a question? Is that the kind of person you are? You always choose the best or the easy way out. 
Saints, let me tell you something. There's something about coming face to face with someone you love and say, nah, uh-uh, we ain't, we ain't leaving here till we fix this. Come on, somebody. We're, we're, watch this. And what we're going to do here, we're not going to attack each other. What we're going to do is we're going to pray together. And we're going to find a solution that watches that both of us can benefit from. Can I get an amen today? And I thank God that I've learned how to be a peacemaker. I've learned how to take the low road. And sometimes when you take the low road over and over and over and over again, sometimes, watch this, you can feel taken advantage of. But you got to trust and believe that everything that you're going through, God is preparing you for something better. It's going to change your heart. It's going to teach you how to love the unlovable. Teach you how to, how to handle mean folk. And folk that talk about you, lie on you, can't get along with you. But here's the thing, but you keep taking it and you keep taking it and you keep taking it. And let me tell you what you do with it. You cast your burdens upon the Lord. Are you with me? And I see Lot, an opportunist. Lot, who fell in love with the world. Can I help you something? We know the reason for the separation. Watch this. The reason for the separation is the fact that they couldn't get along. But watch this. If you're on the outside looking in, you're thinking, man, Lot is blessed. See, everybody's blessings didn't come from God. It came from their greed. Are you with me? Watch where I'm going with this. You got to pay close attention. You You better find the source of that blessing. Because what Lot chose, watch this. He chose based upon what? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the boastful pride of life. And let me tell you something. You got to understand. You got to qualify what a blessing really is. Here's the blessing. You stay in the relationship. Come on, help me somebody. Now, 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 now. There's certain circumstances now, okay? But here's what I'm saying on the surface, okay? You, you look each other eye to eye. Come on, somebody. You attack the issue. You work it out. And then you're both blessed. And he could have gotten that land because Abram said, boy, you know what? We just came through this storm. You can have all that because I'm going to be right here next to you. See the difference? But what Lot chose in that, watch this, tension can divide if it, watch this, if there's a delay because of divine disobedience. All right? Tension can divide. And there could be a delay because of what? Divine disciplines. There's a difference. See, him getting the the best land, I don't look at that as a blessing. I look at that as discipline. And I'll show you why here in a minute. You see, it's division because pride tells you you don't need the person anymore. Lord have mercy. Verse 12. Abram set now where Abram settled. It says Abram settled in the land of Canaan. Now, 
Now watch this. You think Abram learned his lesson? When he left Egypt, he understood. Well, I ain't doing that no more. So what, what, what am I saying? I'm saying that Abram learned from his lessons. He, he learned from his failures. He learned from the past. Watch this now. He wasn't going to repeat this thing over again. Watch this. If you're going to be a peacemaker, you got to stay still. Watch this now. Watch this. The text says, what did he do? Why Lot settled where? In the cities of the what? Valleys and moved his team and moved his tent. You know when relationships over when they come and get their bags. And pack up everything. And take the ring doorbell. <laughs> I had to get you up right there. What's <laughs> I'm going to help you with something. The Lord showed me something right here. The Lord has shown me something right here. Watch the next point now. Don't be surprised. Ah. Now, Abram said, you can take the best land. I'm going to take this land. You think a lot thought about land. Okay, so let me tell you what the land that he was in was like. It wasn't yet flowing with milk and honey yet. The Canaanites, the Perizzites, and the Hivites were still there. And the land was so hard when you dug the dirt, it was hard. You had to press in and listen, it wasn't a, it wasn't a fertile land. It was it was barren. I wish I had somebody. But just the mere name Canaan, the promised land. Sometimes you're standing in the place where it's supposed to be blessed. But it hasn't matured yet. Watch this. It hadn't come to its full fruition yet. Because it has to go through the process. Watch this. That God needs it to go through. So watch this. So, so Abram chose the worst end of the bargain. But I stopped by to tell you. It was a great look. Because the text says that. Watch this. That Lot then moved further away. Whenever you see people distancing themselves from you, there's a problem. And there's a whole lot of pieces that you can add to this, but I'm just saying on the surface, can I tell you something? Watch this. Write this down. This may sound crazy, but because everybody, what people want to do, they, they just want to show you the positive side of God all the time. That's all they want to do, just keep you on. And there ain't nothing wrong with being positive, okay? There's nothing wrong with being optimistic and having faith and all this other stuff. But let me say this. And, and I'm trying to help. I want to help somebody with something today, okay? Abram stayed in the will of God. And sometimes staying in the will of God may be hard. Maybe the most difficult thing you ever done. You don't see that husband changing. You don't. Now I know in your mind you say, I'm going to leave this. But if you haven't went through the process of being a peacemaker. 
And if you didn't say you've tried all that you've tried. Come on, help me somebody. Don't you move out of the will of God. Lot moved further away from the will of God. He wanted to get away from Abram because Abram represented God in his life. And can I help you with something? Sometimes people are not, don't want to be around you because you're staying in the will of God. You won't compromise. You won't give up. You won't sleep with them. You won't give in. You won't give nothing to them. And watch this. And all of a sudden, you don't see them anymore. Sayonara. Adios. I wish I had somebody. Watch this. Lot had more going on in his heart than the text tells us. You know why? His actions told us something. Look at the text. You've got to see the text. The text says, watch the text, y'all. I get choosing the best land, but you've got to look at verse 11 again. It says, and Lot journeyed what? Eastward. Thus what? That word is Prada in the Hebrew. And that word means to divide. Watch this. To dislocate from the joint. So he was not, he was not just, watch this, relocating. He was dislocating. Because he had a lot of dysfunction. See, his actions, sometimes, watch this, sometimes you can watch a person's movement. Watch this, they'll smile. They'll be right here with you. They'll, they'll raise their hands, they'll go to dinner with you, they will talk to you. But all the while, they're plotting their moves. But don't let that change you from being a peacemaker. Settling an issue with another Christian Watch this. Should never divide you. Guess what? It should make you closer. So if you have a problem with someone and you talk to them about it and you deal with it, you should both come out saying, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. We've settled our differences. And I want to say something. You can't always have an issue now. Amen. Because if you settle the issue and you've got another issue, it meant you have not settled the issue. So watch this. So then your next move is going to be to separate yourself because the mere presence of this person puts you in a different place. But that's not of God. It is not of God. Are you with me? I got seven minutes. Watch this. Verse 13. This, this, this is the part that got me. Now, am I done? Yeah. Now, the men of Sodom were what? What is going on in Lot's heart? What, what did Abram really? Now, okay, all right, Abram, you were a bad example, okay? You got to get over that, boy. 
You understand what I'm saying? I, I, I get it. I know I failed one time, but guess what? You got to give me a second chance here. Come on, somebody. You got to give me a second chance. The text says, now the men of Sodom. Now watch this. Watch this. Lot had all disregard for all that God had done for him. Watch this. You ready? Ooh, I'm going to help you with something. Whenever, well, let me put it this way. He found peace with sinners rather than with the saints. How is that possible? To find peace with, watch this, with men who are exceedingly wicked and sinners against, against God. Can I tell you something? When you find peace with sinners as a Christian, you are in trouble. Lot had bitterness, anger, resentment, sorrow in his heart. So he ventured, watch this, where his heart led him, not where the Lord led him. Can I tell you something? When you purchase something in the store, it it reveals what's in your heart. Okay? Your actions show, watch this, what's really in your heart. Wherever you go, it shows what's in your heart. I have Christians today who don't want to come back to church. They would rather go to all kinds of other meetings. I ain't going to say what kind of meetings. Sit there for three, four hours and clap and and dream and hope and all this other stuff. But they won't come to where their help really is. Can I help you with something today? When you find peace with sinners, if you're not there to save them or lead them to Christ, then why are you with them? Why are you hanging so tough with them? Come on, somebody. And some people, they get church hurt and they leave and they rather hang around. And they say this. Watch it. This is a phrase. I'm changing this. Man, you get better treatment with people out in the world than you do in the church. I'm taking that out of my vocabulary. That's a lot. That's lot language. I'm going to do a whole series on Lot one day. I'm going to write a book on Lot. I can identify with Lot. You see, because Lot thought he, thought he was justified by him separating from his uncle. But listen, trouble's going to come. But I'm going to show you how a real Christian becomes a peacemaker. Some women go to the hairdresser in order to get perms. These perms change the texture of their hair from one thing to another. After applying the perm, the hairdresser will will use neutralizing shampoo to assure that the harshness of the chemicals don't last and don't damage. Christians are called to be peacemakers. A person who has the ministry of reconciliation has been called by God to neutralize harsh situations so that the damage caused does not continue. 
I stopped by to tell you, I want to be a peacemaker. I want to neutralize. I want to verbalize. I want to end all this mess. Because there are times in this Christian journey where folk won't get along. But we got the Holy Ghost in us. And we got life. We got everything pertaining to godliness and how we handle difficulties. How we handle stuff that come up. We have to handle it with a neutralizing ministry. The ministry of reconciliation. God doesn't want us to separate. He wants us to unify. And when we unify, the devil has to leave. I'm done with y'all. That's it. I got another sermon to preach. Amen. Praise God. Let me see. I can't say for no other church. I can say about this church. We settle our issues. And we salvage the relationships. I didn't ask for this sermon. God gave me this sermon. I asked my wife, how do you preach something? She said, you just got to preach it. And you know, I ain't shying away from it. Ain't nothing going on. I'm just trying to tell y'all. One of the things I've learned to do. I love you. And if we have a differences, let's sit down and talk about the issue that brought our differences. And salvage our relationship. Our relationship is too important because we will be we will be in heaven one day together. So you can get mad all you want, leave the church, church made me mad and all that. You do that, but that just proves your immaturity lot. And the inability to look at yourself. But I thank God that He's in this church. I thank God that when I look at scripture, it gives me what I need. I realize that I have some relationships that I'm not willing to give up. And if the other person, remember I said, don't take it personal. If they, if they distance themselves from you, don't take it personal. What was my last point? My last point. Give me my last point. Yeah, there it is. There's my last point. There's my, there's my last point. That's my point. You think Lot was praying for Abraham? Man, I hope he died old self. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> Amen. I'm so glad his wife is barren. They ain't gonna have no baby. I don't know what God promised them, but shoot, man, please. That's what people do when they're mad and they choose the world over the Lord. They wish you bad. But you can't focus on that. What you got to do, don't stop praying for each other. Even if, listen, it doesn't matter. It's up to you. Don't stop praying. If you want to be a peacemaker this morning, I want to pray for you. 
Amen. Um, if you need prayer, I want to pray for you this morning. But let me say this about relationships, okay? Uh, you can't force nothing. But don't you change. Unless somebody convince you, like you that you're like them. Nah, I'm not like you. I'm willing to stand right here. Look you in the eye. And tell you for real, I love you. And whether you believe that or not, just watch me, watch my actions. That's all, that's all I can do. That's all I can do is show you. And we have people here who've had issues, you know, not knowing how to handle relationship problems. The best way to handle a relationship problem is to be a peacemaker. And I know everybody got these little addendums they want to throw in there. That means you don't want to be a peacemaker. Well, what if they don't? Well, well, here's the thing. Don't worry about all that. Somebody asked, well, how do you do that, Pastor? How do you do that? You're mature. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You should have heard me last week. <laughs> I'm under construction in that area. But can I tell you something? One thing I can tell you, and I'm going to say this to you. If you know your heart is good, believe it. And don't let nobody change your mind about who you are. Settle those issues. Amen.